0: All right, fire it up, footballers. Sorry for such the long intro, but with, you know, being a live show, try to, you know, give a minute or two to let everybody, uh, the live chat, everybody get in. So that's my uh, thoughts behind why I play the song a little longer. But fire it up, footballers, coming off a 5-1 to win against Atlanta United. What a win. I remember last podcast I was saying, barring some sort of significant change, this, this season's going nowhere, barring Pono out, barring some sort of incident like that that we're going nowhere but that was an emphatic statement win that we did see uh, f- uh from the fire on Wednesday 5 to 1 they were really going out there and fighting and giving their all for pano that was not a team that had quit on their coach that's for dang sure just yeah you know, of course we don't know anything what's going on in the locker room we don't have any inside sources like that or anything so all we could do is speculate ourselves and always wish these fire guys the best and and, and wish them better and to to improve and to work those ways up those standings and stack these points Elliot Beaven checking in already. Disappointing for my Atlanta team. Elliot, hey, oh, really? Yeah, it was a disappointing start. uh, 12 minutes, uh, already 3-0 for the fire at that point. Um, We could take a look at these goals here uh, or just – Read a little Guillermo article. Follow Guillermo Rivera on on Twitter and uh, check him out on Athletic. He just had a new article out there about Brent Bronico. Fantastic one. Subscribe to The Athletic. Fantastic uh, service uh, for talking news. Paul Tenorio, Sam Stexel, uh, baseball, uh, NBA, NFL, uh, international soccer, all sorts of stuff on there. It's it's fantastic. NHL. Uh, But from Guillermo, this is on – Chicago Fire Confidential, a much-needed 5-1 victory at home over Atlanta United, snapped the Fire's six-game winless run. Atlanta seemed out of sorts from the start, and the Fire finally took advantage of their chances early. Francisco Calvo started the scoring with a fourth-minute header to finish Nico Gaetan's uh, corner kick. Nico Gaetan had a great game, uh, a couple assists and a goal. One, The goal was a penalty kick. Uh, uh, CJ Sipong doubled the lead three minutes later with Gaetan's pass somehow eluding several d- Atlanta defenders. The, and the Ford found himself alone, one on one against Brad Guzan. Shot it right at him, bounced off uh, Gra- uh, B- Brad Guzan's uh, inner right leg and into the g- corner of the goal. Um, L- LGP Leandro Gonzalez Perez was shown a red card in the 12th minute after VAR showed that he denied an Alexander Katai goal scoring chance with his hand. I'm not I, t- I took a look at it I'm not sure if it was a red so I, I guess it is but he kept keeps his hand uh katai is going to dribble or shoot and make a play and uh, LGP is sliding through he leaves his hand on the ground long enough that the ball hits it bounces over his hand that's what we see initially and we didn't realize it katai comes trick gets the ball tries to back heel it over the goalkeeper Kuzan comes up with a save but before that already had the the handball had happened so uh needless to say a Penalty was awarded. Gaetan took it, buried it, and uh, where we find ourselves at three nothing at the 12th minute uh, against Atlanta United. The fire were cooking on gas. They came out flying in these first 10 minutes. It was wonderful to see. It was it was inspiring to see. Uh, Sapong found himself one on one with the keeper again in the 37th minute when Brant Bronico's pressure caused a turnover near near midfield. He played right back in the first half, played a little central midfield in the second half. Uh, Brant Bronico and Gaetan flicked it a backheel pass right on, onto onto uh, Sapong's boots. Sapong turned, beat everybody, and just basically nicely finesse tapped it right into the corner. Two goals from Sapong, excellent showing. Uh, Nikolic did find his way in, uh, missed a couple of good, really good chances. It was it was. Uh, worrying, uh, to say the least, but you know, hopefully he can get it going. But right now, it does look like is the better fit for this office. And if Nico can get it going from off the bench and earn his way back on the starting, uh, into starting, that might be the case uh fabian herbers uh scored just before the half awesome run and a great spot i forget who found him on the on the on the pass but what an incredible run he had uh just to just to split the defense and what a great spot from the the person who passed it to him to split the defense he collected the ball t- took a tap back towards our own goal uh but the, the defender totally misstepped over him and he was able to turn and get a shot off to the bottom left corner and rip it open fi- uh, for five nothing uh that was like the 43rd minute and we go into the half five to nothing the fire come out a little bit flatter in the second half they still had some stuff but they were playing it a much more safer they had a couple good chances Nikolic had a couple golden chances amongst others um Katai all these people had, had some really good chances but didn't work out in the second half uh Atlanta did get a, get a penalty, earned a penalty kick. This guy was flying down the corner, got dragged, kind of set himself up, got to get dragged down in the the PK. It looked a little uh like he you know was that's what he was aiming for, and he got it. They buried the penalty, five to one. Brandon Vasquez converts the penalty kick to the 58th after uh, Frankowski brings down Miles Robinson, the center back. Wow. And in, in the box. Uh the fire led up in the second half, but and were not nearly as effective despite playing a man advantage, but the damage had already been done in the first 45 minutes. Uh, Kronholm getting the start. Uh, and still I'm wondering where Usted is. So Sanchez was actually on the on the uh, match day 18. So no Usted on the match date, 18. Amando Marino, uh, NYRB2 player, uh, found his way in to get in. Um, Nikolic came in, and so did Gujar. Guchar, Guchar uh, I think, came in really early in the second half to replace Corrales. And uh, yeah, it, it was a pretty solid game for the fire overall. Fantastic result. Really what you needed. And, and uh, so fun to be there. Uh, great crowd. 13,000 about probably on a Wednesday night, although it is you know, a holiday basically. And uh, Fireworks afterwards on the show. Uh, fire, of course, players, of course, went around, said hello to everybody, and said thanks to everybody for coming. It's a fantastic experience. Uh, let's tear through some tweets. Uh, I got some audio. And uh, let's go through that real quick here. Uh, Pono out. Days since we lost to a second division side, and Pono is still the head coach. 24 that's where we're at on July fifth here, the day after uh, America's birthday, the In- 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 Independence Day. Stephen Cleveland is up for USL League One Player of the Month just uh, from his performances uh, with uh, what is it, uh, England, and and some sort of Michigan team, I believe. Let's see. Uh, let's take a look where he's playing. I forgot what was Saginaw. No, that's no, not that here. Lansing, Lansing Ignite. So he's been apparently playing very well. I saw some people on Twitter say he actually still might have a fire future and be, and be one to look at. I know we, of course, have Damian Lass and uh, the uh, the 14-year-old Solina that's already signed for the fire. Uh, so there's some young prospects already behind Richard Sanchez, Stephen Cleveland, Usted, and Cronholm. Uh, let's move on. Uh, well, so Columbus crew si- signed, uh, this Curacao goalkeeper that had a really good showing against America named, uh, was it was Eloy room. So that's interesting. He, they just went out and signed him, uh, at, based off his performances in the gold cup. So good luck to him. I know that Stephen Cleveland's just, uh, not Stephen Cleveland, their, their goalkeeper, Matt Stefan, Zach Stefan just left for man city and also to be loaned out wherever the heck he was loaned out to. So somewhere in, in Europe. Uh, Mike Tom at Mike Tom saying once again, just because the fire beat Atlanta United does not mean they are a good team, nor does it mean that Pano is a good coach fire him now. Uh, and then, uh, an, uh <laughs> another person weighing in Cuba saying the fire are a good team. Pano is not a good coach. So still got the result though. Five to one. And, and it's the team is definitely not quit on him. In fact, I got to say, uh, Dax in that performance was beyond impressive, just corralling everybody, keeping everybody on their toes, keeping everybody just trying to get that uh, foot to the metal, trying to keep uh, their head, Atlanta's head on the chopping block, uh, like Game of Thrones style, just like end him. Uh, Dago Camacho saying, the Chicago Fire should take advantage of the Gold Cup final to make an announcement about the move to Soldier Field, as long as it's already a done deal. Might be seeing some movement on that today or the next few days. So we wonder. Uh interesting article from the sportsbank.net Brian McBride excited about Chicago Fires move back to the city and they got some Brian McBride quotes in here some interesting stuff take a look at it. it's uh it's on I think uh, some people have retweeted on CF97. Brian McBride, excited about Chicago Fire's move back to the city, exclusive on thesportsbank.net. Chicago Fire, exploring every avenue possible, blah, 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 towards restoring and gaining relevance in the... Yeah, I'll let you guys read the rest, so we all know what that's about. Fire, and another article, from this time from the Tribune. Chicago Fire edged closer to buying out their lease at SeatGeek Stadium for a proposed $65.5 million. That was July 3rd, 8.49 p.m. is when this came out, written by Jeremy McCullough. You can find that on Chicago Tribune, Chicago Tribune.com. Fire edge closer to buying out their lease for $65.5 million. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Nick Lubeyev uh, clocking in uh, on Twitter saying, We really got Usted. Uh, he's been a beast for us. Uh, then we pushed him off the bench for a Bundesliga 2 goalie who's made clear mistakes. And now David Usted isn't even on the bench anymore. I feel bad. Hashtag CF97. Uh, yeah, it was interesting that Usted did not make the match day 18 and you saw Richard Sanchez out there. But um, I I still do think that Usted's the better goalkeeper uh, than Kreinhold. But we're not the coach. Uh, Jiggly uh, having a comment here. I'm looking at some stats for something, and I might have found something a bit interesting. When Katai takes less shots, the offense is more effective. I'll dig into this next week, maybe. And also saying, so Nico's scoring issues may have something to do with Katai. Find out this week in mid tra- in his um, article, Midweek Training. Uh, we go on a jury, and I'll tell you this Jeffrey and I have talked about this uh last season, uh, where Katai does take away shots from Nikolic absolutely, and um, he's more of a volume shooter as well. But is that the right thing? Do we need him to take some less shots because he, he was Giovinco-like in his shot selection? He was taking him um, a lot more. I think he's gotten a little bit more disciplined in his shot selection. Calvo actually yesterday had a crazy shot. I thought his was a little more unwarranted. And if anybody who I want shooting, I absolutely want Katai taking those shots at at the net. Look at some of those curlers that he's able to put on and draw some of these rebounds. He's absolutely the guy you want. One of the guys you want shooting the ball. So if he's in a position to take that shot, why not have him take the shot, especially if he's so dangerous. So I see no problems with him shooting when he has the opportunity, but him forcing it, that's a different situation altogether. Let's take a look at the live chat. See if he's here, Elliot saying, good thing that the Red Bulls have two red cards in their game, had two red cards in their game. Interesting. Uh, move on past Jiggly and all of that. Or, or here Joshua also sent, weighing in on Jigli's comment saying, or is it that when Chicago Fire are doing poorly, Katai just tries to take the team on his shoulders and shoots more often? A la David Akam back in those years. So something to think about there. Danny Santa Romita saying the Fire took advantage of an awful Atlanta performance yesterday. Can they turn it into something more than a one-off? This is the thing. The upcoming schedule says probably yes, if they are any good. Uh, wh- wh- I forgot who they play. Um, coming up. I know that they play FC Cincinnati next week on the 13th. Oh, they play Sporting Kansas City tomorrow, Saturday, 7.30 p.m., and they play FC Cincinnati back at home in Bridgeview at 7 p.m. on next Saturday, the 13th. So try and make that game. That should be hopefully another win. If we could stack three wins here and fight our way back into the playoff contention or uh, uh, something positive, you need that. You need that now. You can't dig yourself a deeper grave, Chicago Fire. Great work. You, it doesn't stop. And I, I was saying, I was screaming out there. I'm like, it, it. whatever we saw that half, whatever the F was that we just saw in that half, we have to see times to that. The rest of the season, uh, and you could go out and waste Atlanta like that. You can go out and waste any opponent, opponent like that. We need to see the effort. We need to see the connections. We need to see no laziness. We want to see championship winners. We can, we don't. If you aren't going to be winning the championship, if you quit, if you quit on each other, if you quit on Pono, if you quit on uh, your, the franchise, if you quit on the fans. You quit on yourself. You quit on yourself. You're not making that extra run. You're not making that extra movement. That's how you're not going to win the championship, Chicago Fire players. If you are committed to doing that, guess what? You guys have the talent. You guys have uh, a coach with some gumption and a lot of fervor and a lot of uh, 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 excitement and passion for the game. You guys have the tools at your disposal to get the job done. All the fans really, truly believe it. We just haven't seen it enough. And that's hence our consternation, our concern with you, with the Fire players. But all of you have been putting up shut and putting up or it's put up or shut up time right now, middle of the season, all star game coming up here. You guys have to come out and be killers. You guys have had look at your stats, look at the stats for these what you guys have been doing, these chances created, sometimes none, but so many good things, other places of the field. You guys gotta keep working hard and breaking it down and and, and work harder. You can't and, and keep working harder and work smarter as well. Well, it, really, the thing is work smarter, not harder. But you guys have put in the hard work. Start working smarter. Start trusting each other more. Start passing to each other and trusting each other more and say, hey, I'm going to make that run because I can trust him now to, that he knows I'm going to make that run. Start playing a single or solitary system, Ponovich. Start start getting your guys' consistency where they can have consistency of success because this team is begging for it when they have consistency and stuff like this, they are going to be unstoppable. They really have a chance here to go all the way and flip the script, flip the script. And that takes everybody being on board, everybody getting together. Listen to Dax, dude. What a, what a bleeping captain that is. What a, that is the man you got to have. That is why he has the captains armband. If you could put a tape on Dax's uh, Dax yesterday, just follow him, what he's saying, how he's keeping everybody involved and engaged and keeping it. And what people mess up, Keeping them on their toes, getting them back up, but also trying to be positive. And, and you know, when they're good, yes, let's go! Come on, let's go! Let's go! We have to work harder. It's about the, if we want the success, if we want the championship, if we want to, if we really want that trophy, we can have it. But it's ours to take by effort. And, and you guys could do it. Uh, sorry, there's my little motivational speech for you, fire guys. Freaking keep it going! You guys can do this. It, it, it takes no let-up. Can't, you can't have a let-up against SKC. You have to get points. You can't have a let-up against F- NC Cincinnati. You have to get points. And even when the goings gets tough, you have to get tougher. Look to CJ. Look to Dax. Look to look to, um, look to to all these. There's so many guys on your team. Bastion Schweinsteiger. You could look to. Keep your heads up and your chins up. Look to Brant Bronico, who's just putting in effort after effort and incredible performance after incredible performance in multiple positions. Whatever he's asked to do with the coach, he does it players, whatever you're asked of the coach, do it, do your part, do your role. Don't do more than you need to. Don't take on more than you need to trust your, all your other players to all carry the load. If we all pick up 20 pounds, 25 pounds here and this, we're carrying a ton across the finish line or 50 pounds, whatever it is, but that's what you guys can do. And everybody has to pick up their weight and nobody should really take on more than they should need to. Because everybody in your team is capable. Put in the work. Keep it up. Sorry for that motivational speech. Let's go, Fire. Come on. Uh, especially after the last one where I was really down on the on this team. Still, still, everybody's a lot down. Still uh, Very untrustworthy because we've seen these hit or miss results. We've seen results against good teams before this season. But we here we are still languishing. What, in 10th or 11th place? MLS table. Chicago Fire are in 9th place right now with 22 points. A win. Could vault them over New England. Toronto's in seventh with 23 as well. New York Red Bulls in 27th. Fire have a chance here to really work their way up the tables, but it comes down to start stacking points. We're about the midway of the season. It's about 19 games played out of a 34-game total season. Let's go. Time to flip the switch. Play your best soccer now. Let's go. Uh, I got a couple. Let's keep tearing through those tweets. Uh, some guy uh, had, I did what any thrill seeker, Jeremy McCool said, I did what any thrill seeker does on a Wednesday night and attended the Bridgeview Village board meeting. And there were more details on the fire's proposed buyout of their lease to cake Stadium. Uh, so you could take a look at that. That's a tweet out in CF97 uh, from Manuel V George Mihailovich from Chicago Fire is being heavily linked with the move to Germany. According to Bear, uh, German sources, Hertha Berlin are the favorites, but Bayern Leverkusen are also interested. We also saw uh, Besquitas or some sort, of, um, some sort of Turkish team I thought was interested. Uh, Chicago Fort saying, a final deal, move out of Chicago Fire, if you could find them back in Soldier Field. Carlo Chin saying, last night proved if you give us a good promo, $2 hot dogs and a firework show. And a winning team, people will drive to Bridgeview. 13K on a Wednesday night, also it was July 3rd, also a lot of people off tomorrow. So I think that also had a lot to do with it. They should have really packed the house for the marquee teams that were there. Bastian Schweinsteiger, are you kidding me? Uh, I took my my cousin there, and he said he was looking at the roster ahead of time. He had no idea that Bastian Schweinsteiger is. He's just like, you know, an old FIFA player, but not really a big MLS or soccer fan altogether, but, you know, knows enough. But he's like, he saw Bastian Schweinsteiger. He's like, oh, I couldn't believe he was there. But I was so excited to see him. Uh, so it's definitely still a draw. Uh, Doug uh, tweeting out, CF97, Chicago Fire is the victim of the. David Usted is a victim of the Pono doghouse. Free Usted. Correct this injustice, who said was tweeting out. Thanks, everyone, for the messages, C- questions, and concern. but I'm not injured. I'm working hard every day and looking forward. Great win by the guys last night and on to the next. And honestly, as a goalie, you got to support your all, all your goalkeepers. That's how we we kind of do We're, it, it. You're just a different – it's a different mentality that's needed to play goalie, and you really need your backups and, and your buddies backing you up as goalie because it's all a confidence thing. And if he's going to back up Cronholm. He's going to back up Steven. He's going to back up Richard. And they also back up uh, David as well. Let's keep it going. Turn through this, uh, John Jiggly. Uh, oh, he Jiggly tweeted this out. Apparently, Arjun Robin retiring from soccer. Congrats on the on the career, a great one. Rumored to be coming to Chicago Fire for just a half of a second there, but obviously it's not going to be. I wonder if Frank Ribery is going to be. Frank Ribery will be the next to retire from from Bayern and those famous old teams. Uh, so that's what's going on over there no epstein t- tweeting out good follow good writer as well skc as well as jiggly by the way skc is a great opportunity uh, to get the first away win of the season they've been really struggling this season as they sit in last place of the western conference oh and they just lost five to one at lafc at home so they're obviously going to be coming out to try and get a result as well because they they can't have that they can't follow up that with a bad loss they're going to be coming up with With a lot of effort, but they are still languishing. Worse so than the fire, uh, struggling with injuries and all that kind of stuff. But they absolutely have a great coach, Peter Vermes, who knows what he's doing. So that will be a battle tomorrow night. Alex Campbell, a writer, I think a newer writer for MLS soccer. Uh, The fire exercised some demons last night, as Dax McCarty put it. Post-game reaction from the SeatGeek Stadium last night. As Chicago looks, you can take a look at his article. It's on MLSsoccer.com or uh, under Alex underscore S underscore Campbell on CF97. Another article. Rich Brothers saying that Chicago Fire have shown at times that they can be really good. Road results versus LAFC and United when they were uh, at the top of their uh, conferences. Midfield and up top are great. Backline and goalkeeper are struggling and don't mark well. Next three matches against subpar clubs could be our big chance to flip the script on this season. Uh, Emphasis on flipping the script by me. Uh, Velko Panovic, son of Serbia, the Serbian tells the coach's voice of the destiny he felt inspired uh, for his Serbian team to win the 2015 under U, uh, U20 World Cup. It's an article on coachesvoice.com. Take a look at that for Velko Panovic. Very good, uh, very interesting. I thought I read something like that before. Isn't this an older article? I would not be surprised if this is an older article. But it was a pretty interesting one, nevertheless. I, I would recommend it to find out a little bit more about what you know what drives Pano. It's really awesome. Uh Grant Pano uh Grant Parker tweeting out most goals in a half and team history is a nice thing to witness. And the team worked for every one of them. Busy July had super busy July. I have so many games before now and the end of the July. Let's go. No let up. Hashtag CF97. Let's go, boys. Let's go, lads. Second. Uh, Second City Soccer saying, on to Soldier Field. The U.S. men's national team are coming to Chicago to face Mexico in the Gold Cup 2019 final after defeating Jamaica 2-1. Chicago native Reggie Cannon featured all 90 minutes, while Chicago Fire's Georgie Mihailovic was was kept on the bench. Hopefully, Georgie makes an appearance for this Gold Cup match. Uh, that match is on July seventh, Sunday at nine PM. After the women's soccer, uh, US uh, the US women's soccer versus Netherlands match for the women, women's World Cup. I think that's at two PM. Women's World Cup. Let's make sure. Yeah, da-da-da. matches. Last one, Nether- uh, US Netherlands, ten AM, ten AM on Sunday. So sorry about that. 10 a.m. on Sunday is when the U.S. Women's National Team plays Netherlands for the U.S. Or no, for, for the FIFA World Cup, Women's World Cup 2019 final. That'll be fantastic. 10 a.m. and then set, uh, 9 p.m. for the U.S. Madden's National Team play, taking on uh, Mexico in the Gold Cup. I believe that's also at Soldier Field. Uh, Soccer Eagle tweeting out uh, Chicago Fire Update. Nelson Rodriguez, uh, Nelson Rodriguez all-time MLS record uh, as a GM. 66 wins, 39 draws, 114 losses good for a 1.08 points per game. Falkopononovich as head coach has 36 wins 33 draws and 53 losses I believe is what's going on there 1.16 points per game uh, th- uh I gotta play this um somehow I gotta find this out uh, let's get let's go to Dax's Twitter. Uh, cause this was great message by Dax. Let's see.
1: Dax here. Just wanted to say thank you so much to our fans for coming out. Um, I know it's been a tough couple of months, but uh, we're going to keep going. We're going to show character, uh, obviously against the defending champions, huge, huge win. Uh, we're going to keep going. It's going to be a big month for us. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to take it one game at a time and keep putting up three points. So thank you so much for your support. Hey, guys,
0: Dax here. All right, that's that. Um, in fact, let's go to some audio here from the game. Uh, got uh, Bridgeview Fire Tweet, now got to love when, quote, unquote, this league qu- makes no sense, quote, is about your team winning at home on a Wednesday. I mean, beating a team missing seven starters and playing with 10 men for 80 minutes makes sense. Game won't save the season, though, says Roberto Diaz. Bridgetree Fire saying, right, the point is that we shouldn't be excited when winning means, uh, wow, what an outrageously unlikely result. Uh, Roberto saying, exactly, especially when there's a three to four teams that score four-plus goals on a consistent basis. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the fire still need, we need more consistency. We got to get out of this hole. Jerry McCoola, once again, tweeting a few more details on the proposed deal between the fire and Bridgeview about buying out the lease at Seakeek stadium have emerged, including a 65.5 million total deal, 15 million upfront and a possible mortgage on the CIBC fire pitch, uh Heineken 44 pitch. Danny Santorini, t- tweeting out, turns out I was too cynical on this. The tone was definitely quote. We need to, we need, we still need to improve quote they know how they have dug themselves in a really big hole in the first half of the season and they still have a half a season left to go to dig, dig themselves out. And they absolutely can, but it has to happen now. Start stacking points, start stacking results. Uh Georgie back to Georgie, uh Feyenoord in the Netherlands, not uh, Besiktas, I'm sorry. Feyenoord in the Netherlands as well as Bayer Leverkusen and Hertha Berlin in Germany are the three teams that are actually looking at Georgie Mihailovic right now. Uh be fantastic to go to any one of those three. I'd probably the, Get to get a Georgia jersey from any one of those clubs, it'd be awesome. Really cool. Support our homegrowns, right? That'd be great. Uh, some stats here for you: 23 shots for the fire, three shots total for the Atlanta United. Of course, they got that red card in the 12th minute. That changed the entire game. Six quarters for the fire, a goal off of one of them as well. One corner from the from the Atlanta, 14 fouls from the fire, seven fouls from Atlanta. And zero saves from uh, needed from the Atlanta from Chicago Fire. Five saves from Atlanta and Brad Guzan. Brad Guzan actually had two good saves right there on uh, two shots in a row. Fantastic. Still, the game is already over. It's five to one, but just fantastic on his line saves. Uh, good effort, uh, even though the game was already over um, from him. A uh, really funny banter here from Dirty South Soccer, and let that be a lesson: no one scores six goals on Atlanta United in one half. And I, I was laughing at that because that's really silly. <laughs> He's, of course, just trying to make some good funny banter there. Uh, yeah, 45 minutes of whatever the bleep that was times two, and you might be able to go all the way. You might. That's what I was saying. Uh, the, oh, by the way, check out Dax McCarty on Benny, Falp- uh, Benny Falheiber's uh, podcast. Himself, Zizzo, and uh, Iko Parra all making appears. They're all talking. Dax telling stories about U.S. men's national team, talk, talking about the, the switch from Red Bulls to Chicago Fire and how that all broke down. It was awesome to hear. It was very interesting to listen to. Uh, great interview. I highly recommend. Uh, and also, Betty Falheiber's podcast was pretty darn awesome. Sal Zizzo, Betty Falheiber, and Eiko Power, like the, the three people behind it, and interviewing all sorts of players. So it's really cool. And I hope Dax is on there again. It'd be cool. If Dax, if you ever want to come on our show, it'd be fantastic. It'd be, we would love to have you. It'd be awesome. Talk some soccer and all sorts of that that jazz. Uh, it sounds like you love talking soccer. We do, too. Let's keep it up. Um, so here was the starters. Uh, Calvo and uh, Schweinsteiger were playing center backs. You had Corrales and um, Bronico at left back and right back, respectively. You had McCarty in the back. Herbers and um, – uh, what is it? Herbers and Sapank kind of sitting in front of them. Uh, Spong mostly on top, and then uh, Gaetan and Kitai trying to sit out wide and just create things. It was fantastic. Frankowski as well. Uh, Sanchez, Marcelo, Campos, Liz- Lillard, Guchar, Marino, and Nikolic were the subs. Obviously, Nikolic, Marino, and uh, Gujar were the ones that made it in. We got... Guillermo, once again, make sure you follow him on Twitter. Statement from the PRO at the end at the end of the red card saying, Perez had received a red card for denying a goal-scoring opportunity by handball offense inside of the penalty area. That's why he received a red card. If you look at it, you could see, I don't know, it's its semi-debatable. He, d- he did leave his hand down there for a long time, but of course he's sliding across the ground. Whatever, great win, we'll take it. Get off the field. Uh, interesting to note, this from True Marty Party, uh, interesting to note that Georgie's current agent, Corey Gibbs, played for Feyenoord. Uh, Gibbs also played for FC St. Pauli in three divisions. That's awesome. That's from Skyway Willie. Jacob Peters saying, got to be honest, Chicago Fire, this club identity survey has a lot of problematic framing of possible responses. It feels like you're requiring fans to select what aspect of the brand identity they're willing to sacrifice when hashtag CF 97 lack visibility in the market is entirely fixable. Uh, DBM saying, ha, I didn't get this. I can only imagine how biased it must be. I got it. Uh, I don't think I filled that out quite yet. Uh, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt saying Jacob, that it only is going to the current season ticket holders at this moment, partnering with supporters groups to spread the survey would be a good component to soliciting, soliciting feedback. Blah blah blah. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Chumarty saying, three points and an overwhelming victory are appreciated. The truth, however, is that we expect that every week, and so should everyone associated with the organization. Hashtag CF97. Absolutely. Uh, Frank Cardenas uh, jokingly tweeting out, Soldier Field will fix that, obviously. Uh, Dax, uh, it was just one game, but much-needed performance and result. Thanks to our fans for sticking with us and turning out in a big way tonight. We will enjoy it and then move on to another important test this weekend. That's just his tweet. Trumardi saying that ha- Atlanta half, um, half, not uh, just not really busting their hump uh, on Wednesday uh, away counter is going to save Pono's job for another week. Stupidity. Uh, Victor chiming in saying, hey, if the Chicago Fire keep playing like this, meaning if they are finishing the chances they create, then I'd be fine with it because it means more wins. Uh, Scooter saying way to find the negative and a positive. Uh, I I don't blame Marty here. Absolutely not. We need to see consistency. This is, this is the fact of the matter. And we haven't, I mean, that's where the fire where we're at right now, but there's enough time and enough games to be able to fix this. And so, you know, fine being negative, but also we got to throw positivity there as well. (sighs) Is it given the benefit of the doubt? I don't know, but, We got to support these guys. How else are they going to be able to blast off if they don't have a force to push off of? And if that force is disintegrating underneath them, they're not in space and they're just going to be able to float. It's going to be a wily coyote situation where the cliff falls out and they just fall down and crater. It's our job. Hold these guys up. Gravity has an effect and we got to hold these guys up, be the firmament, be the earth uh, for them and so they can blast off, right? So can't quit now. Absolutely got to support these guys more than ever. All the same. We got to see results, boys. Keep it up. Keep up the effort. Uh, LA Beaven saying, Chicago Fire getting closer to 2017. Form of play. Margaret uh, clocking. Hi. Watching while working from home. What's going on, Margaret? Working home on a Friday. It's uh, July 5th. We got a fire game tomorrow, 730, and another game next Saturday. Uh, I got some I got some uh, exclusive audio for you. Let's go to that. from Post-match from the game. Here's Pano's reaction. Uh, Coach, we talked yesterday a bit about the, the tough stretch that you guys have had, you know, dominating games, looking really good
2: on the stat sheet, beyond simply putting the ball in the back of the net. What did you see from your team tonight that you haven't seen over the past few games? I, I cannot say there is uh, anything, anything else that this team didn't uh, show in the past or in the last games except uh, uh, execution. Which was in the first half was almost perfect, and with that said, I have nothing, anything else to to add. There is nothing. This team was always consistent in the style, always consistent in creating opportunities and producing a lot in attack. Um, there are things that are repeating, and this time we were we were very clinical in front of the goal. I, do, I don't, I'm not very, uh, satisfied with the second half, even. Even with a good result, we could have done much better. I think we we didn't have um, same edge um, and same desire like in the first half, which I understand also. But we emphasize in a, in a time that we have to uh, we have to appreciate this this result in order to play play and create more and and stay consistent uh, with a clean sheet. Unfortunately, we in the second half we didn't achieve our goals and that's something that I'm not happy about. And um, yeah we all, we all know that even the, even we had a, we got a good result today here, we all know that we have to get better and there are many things to improve. It's a very important uh, step forward for, for the team. Um, uh, again, moving forward, winning games helps the confidence and uh, but we know we know that we have to we have to improve and we have to stay consistent so um, right after this game we're turning our our focus on on our next game saturday and we got to prepare we are we're all competitors here and we want to once you win you want to play immediately the next game so we are motivated as i said uh, it was a it was a good Good game for our confidence how important is having Calvo back in the lineup tonight I think it was very important uh, his goal helped open the game well and um, he's his experience and uh, uh, leadership in the back line also uh, he he's uh, he's a very good tandem with with Busty and helps also other teams around him to to perform better and that's that's important for for our team again same as uh, the rest of the team things that we do well and we do very good and things that we have to get better and improve same goes for him but we are very very happy that he's back and had a had a scored a goal and had a pretty good game
3: uh, 26 shots on uh, uh, last weekend and uh, 24 today <laughs> a lot of shot attempts in the last two games do you feel like you're uh, turning the corner and uh kind of uh, taking that next step and you, know, you think of the result uh, last past weekend but uh, how do you keep it going? You feel like you're
2: turning corner. Yeah, as I said before, I think that this, this was a very important um, and a, uh, um, a very important uh, step forward for the team, for the confidence because as you said, uh, the stats and um, uh, attacking performance is there, it's visible but it was important that we we scored goals, converted opportunities, and uh, we have uh, guys who who scored their their goals um, after maybe some stretch of uh, not scoring, and it's good. It's it's good for everyone. I just wanted to see more guys um, um, pushing a little bit more for in the second half because I think. Um, Fans also deserve this. I think it was a great relief for them to see the, their team playing and competing the way we did in the first half, second half in some some moments. And um, again, I always want to give our, our fans um, a tribute with a good team, with a good um, good performance and and wins. And today, I think we achieved it, but it could have been even better. How's Johan uh, Kapolov doing? Coming back from injury, so I wasn't available today. Johan's doing well. I think uh, he'll soon be back and and uh, we're evaluating uh, on a daily basis. So, yeah, it's it's going it's moving it's getting closer to the to his uh, full healing and and readiness for for the match. This stuff that bothered you about the second half performance, do you think a lot of that is just attributed to jumping out so far ahead early? Or do you think the problems could be something related to something larger? The game changed. The game changed, and then in the second half, uh, it, it happens. I've been in so many games like this, and I know what, what. Even if you address things like you know, we have to stay consistent and we have to keep uh, pushing forward. You know, the guys. Obviously, it's it's different yeah. when you when you had a, such an effort in the first half, and when it's uh, you know when you're coming. Back from the break, you know, it's a little bit. Everything changes, and opponent changes also. And they did also good adjustments with the men down, and then lately they even had um, two men, two ma- uh, two men down. So it was uh, hard for them. They they also fought well. There was there were um, a tough opponent despite the the result we we got today. But they were a team that we always. We always like to play because they also play football and they try try to um, have a attacking style. So, what I didn't like in the second half is just I just needed to see a little bit more of um, willingness to to give a tribute to us and for our effort and all the things we did in the past and we didn't have any reward. And now that we you have a game like that, you have to appreciate it more. But as I said, it's a part of the game and also you know, I wanted to give our fans um, a game that will um, they'll remember for a long time. And also improve stats. I think we had a couple of ties and a couple of records uh, today. With, uh, I think this was the first time we scored five goals in the first half in the history of the club. Um, we also, um, I believe, uh, Nicolas Gaetan gave three assists. Uh, in, a, in in a single game, which is also tying the club club's record, and many more. I think there were also good stats. But you know, at the end of the day, what I, we all want to see is uh, is the final result, which today was great. But again, I want more.
0: Absolutely, you need you need to have more. You need more. It was pretty <laughs> pretty subdued post conference there from uh, from Pano. Of course, thanks for letting us have that audio. Um, his post match reaction, wow, he didn't sound uh too excited, but still was you know, pointed out some of the good. And, and it sounds like he's trying not to get too up or too down about this. Ryan, uh, Fraley ch- uh, chiming in, I've got I see LAFC and would love to see MLS 3.0 in Chicago, even if there's a winning streak, the fire are still a ways off from that. They are, uh, Margaret Wagner also saying, I always work from home. Uh Jorge saying what did the coaches put in the players drinks on Wednesday? Absolutely. <laughs> so maybe some uh Michael's uh, special stuff or Bugs's special stuff whatever it is from uh Space Jam. Uh might have been Michael's might have been Bugs I don't know one of the two but uh let's see what's going on. Uh I got some more audio for us. Uh that that press that one was a little subdued. Uh we have uh Herbers coming in after his uh goal. Talking
1: to CJ talk about how you guys like the forwards you know you said it was a bit
3: on your guys shoulders to kind of finish off those chances obviously for you a real nice turn good finish to really help keep that attack going early what'd you like about the way you guys put the pressure on early in this one yeah um i mean we talked about playing uh, uh approaching the game with uh, with higher aggressiveness than it was in uh, against the red bull and uh, i think the guys uh, executed pretty well you know we we put a lot of pressure on them. We played uh, balls behind them. Katai and Frankie made amazing runs. And uh, yeah, then, then we, we reward ourselves, you know. Um, yeah, there was a little bit of chip-off on our shoulder because, um, yeah, we didn't finish off those chances against Ripple, But uh, we see what this team is capable of when, when we actually finish those, those chances because Atlanta is not an easy opponent either. Do you think it's gonna be a confidence boost for you guys after you've been kind of struggling for a while now just to get, a win and get some goals? uh yeah of course I mean uh, it always feels good to, to win um it's been a while uh, unfortunately but um, I think the guys deserved it they, we put a lot into all, all the other games too where we where we didn't uh, get the result where it didn't turn out our way but uh, this this time it finally did and uh, yeah, hopefully yeah the, the luck turns a little bit and then we can keep it going now against Kansas City on Saturday I know the uh, kind of central, more central midfield role isn't exactly
1: your most natural place, but it seems like you and Gaetan are starting to develop some chemistry playing
3: right in front of Dax. How do you feel like you've settled into that position and kind of figured out how to maximize your talents there? Yeah, uh, I think I'm a, personally, I'm a flexible player. Uh, Dax, Dax is talking a lot, he's a good leader. Um, yeah. With Gaetan it's easy to play, you know, he has a lot of quality and I just uh, try to do uh, what, what I do best, you know, to help the team to make runs, to work defensively and also try to create offensively and that worked pretty well today.
0: That was Fabian Herber's postmaster reaction. Uh, thank you guys for having, letting us have that. Uh, Margaret Wagner saying, thanks for playing all the audio. I thought about it too. I was like, why don't I play some of these? Uh, why don't I get some of this post game reactions? Like it, it why not? It's, that's great. <laughs> it's something, it's better than some things I have to say. Uh, it's awesome. And now let's get probably one of them. Uh, we just heard from uh, Ponovich, We just heard from Fabian Herber's and for our final bit of audio, we got Dax McCarty's post-match reaction. Um, uh, so Fabian, of course, getting that goal, and Dax had a great game. It was so awesome to watch him. Uh, and uh, you all already heard his uh, right on the field uh, sixteen second blurb from earlier. But here's his uh, him in the locker room.
1: Obviously, it doesn't make up for the the whole first half of the season, but <laughs> I mean, it felt like we exercised a few demons, didn't it? Um, with the amount of chances we created against the Red Bulls and all these other teams we played before, DC United, and and you know it's it's always frustrating when you um, when you lose games when you feel like you should win, but we were creating the chances. I mean, I would be way more concerned if we weren't and still losing. So I I know it's been tough for our team and for our fans to be patient, but um, you know we're we're right there. We're we're right there. We we dug ourselves a, a little bit of a hole, but it's not catastrophic. We're not out of it by any means, and we're gonna pick up some confidence from this. We have a lot of games in July, and we can make up a lot of ground. But we have to uh, we we have to keep going. We can't get complacent now because obviously everyone knows if we do, we don't. We have a very very little margin for error. Is this um, what it looks like when this team plays up to its full?
2: Potential. I think so.
1: I mean, even before the red card, um, look, we we had a great mentality to start the game. I mean, that's been a big focus for us, start the game in the right way. Um, you, you look at the video. I mean, we, we watch video as a team, and, and we're doing so many great things. I mean, so many great things in between both boxes. I mean, combination play and winning duels and 50-50 balls and creating chances I mean it's literally just execution in both boxes right the defend the defensive third we've just made some mistakes that have led directly to goals and then on the attack it's just been like we're snake bit and we can't find the back of the net so that first half even before the red card I mean we were on the front foot we started the game well Uh, we scored two great goals and then obviously created another great play for the penalty and you just once, once you get that confidence going and once we get our attackers really involved and in tune, it's it's a it's a great thing to see. Well, like, you know, at full time and then when you guys got back in here, what was the energy
2: like in this locker room right now <laughs> with the relief of, you know, a result like this given where you guys have been at? Yeah, man.
1: I mean, there's certainly a little bit of a weight lifted off our shoulders, a lot of relief, music playing, guys happy, the confidence grows when you get a result like this, and Um, you, you don't want to harp on, on the negative results, but obviously you learn from them. And when you watch the video and you see the good things that we do and you can apply those in the next game, and then you, you come and you get a performance like we did in that first half. Um, I don't really want to talk about the second half. Wasn't as good, obviously, but, um, yeah, that first half is everything that we want to be as a team. We want to score goals. We want to keep a shutout in the back. We want to be on the front foot. And most importantly, from my perspective, our attacking players, I mean, the way that they reacted when the ball turned over was um, um, unbelievable. After every goal we scored, I mean, go back and watch every kickoff for Atlanta. I mean, our attacking guys were just running after them immediately. Like, we're not going to let up. So if we have that mentality uh, for the entire game, at, at home, on the road, and our attacking guys are the ones that, that really push the envelope in terms of that, um, I think that the ceiling for this team is extremely high and that we can really make a run. Feel something different uh, to be the champ? Um, we just needed a win, to be completely honest. didn't matter if it came against uh, <laughs> USL team, uh, men's league team, or the champions. I mean, we just needed a win against anyone. That it came against the defending champions, um, obviously that, that proves that we're a good team. Um, they beat us in Atlanta earlier this year and we felt like there was more for us in that game. And so we came into this game with confidence. I mean, the performance against Red Bull was one of our best performances of the season. I have to be honest. Uh, we played fantastic, but we just shot ourselves in the foot numerous times like we we've done in the past. And the result was kind of the same as it always has been for us this year. And now we took the performance and we. We combined a great performance and a positive result that now that we have confidence. And when we have confidence, we got to keep guys healthy. Um, big game against Sporting Kansas City, obviously, going on the road. We haven't won on the road this year, so a big focus for us is going to be to try to get three points in that game. Is it um, almost impossible
0: or kind of hard to really keep your foot on the gas in the second half when you start that big?
1: Look, you know, it's – uh, the unwritten rule of soccer is when you have a – Four, five six zero lead going into halftime. Both teams know knows the game is over, especially they're them being them being down a man. Both teams know it's over, but they the mentality has to always be to get more and to want more mm-hmm. and to continue to push and try to score goals. And we did that, but we just lacked the execution and the quality that we had in the first half. So, um, <laughs> I want to stay positive. It was a great performance. A little disappointed to not get the shutout. I felt like, you know, we we, we didn't even give them anything, and yet we were still sitting here without the shutout. That's a little bit of a disappointment. Really wanted that for Kenny. Um, but look, the performance is fantastic. The second half, it's there's always going to be a little bit of a letdown. I would have we created chances. You know, we could have scored probably two or three more. And you, uh, you kind of forget about the second half, take all the first half, and you take that energy into the weekend and uh, you move on.
0: Yes, yes, it is. That's Captain Dex McCarty. Uh, weighing in, and I totally agree with them. Let's move on. Let's take this energy. Let's take this win. Let's take all the positives that we've seen from the last two games, especially this last game as far as finishing goes. And move on and start stacking those wins. Start stacking the sports. By the way, do us a favor. Let us know if you appreciate our work. Smash that like button. Subscribe. Uh, hit the bell icon to get notified of our live of our live streams. Um, and that's how it'll it'll show up for you if you hit that bell icon right there. Uh, we're also available on iTunes and Stitcher. And you can always check out our RSS feed for other different pod catchers if you guys are using something else for your podcasting uh, stuff. Uh, by the way, we always appreciate retweets. Um, spread the fire. Spread the fire. This is it, get people talking about the fire. Where there's not many people in, in, that do this. Uh, you got uh, the the North Lot who's st- still around. A couple other podcasts are still around. Hopefully we can hear from them. But support your fire. Spread the fire. Uh, call Fred Hubner on the weekends. Talk fire. He's always he's always down. There's other people as well. As I always say, spread the fire. How else are we? How else is the conversation supposed? How these? Flames supposed to spread if there's no oxygen going to it if there's no oxygen you're not fanning the flames come on guys so hence i always say retweet uh our retweet us so more people can get a, get a hold of the podcast and say oh that's something i want to hear um uh, really cool getting the audio uh was excited about that um i think we'll try and do that a bit more with when we can because uh, it's awesome hearing these guys' thoughts from the post games. Anyway, so like, subscribe, hit the bell icon, kind of all that good jazz. Much appreciated. Smash that like button. let us know that we're doing some good work here. Glad to get out to you on this holiday weekend. Happy Fourth of July. Hopefully, everybody's having a great one. Stay, uh, stay cool. Get to the beach. Get, get to the pool. You know, do what you got to do. Have fun. Um, enjoy your family. Enjoy the holiday. Hope you guys all have some nice time off and some nice relaxing. Some good fireworks. And uh, hopefully all your uh, your dogs are surviving the, the fireworks <laughs> and all the other animals. It's going crazy. Um, we'll see you guys later on another episode of Spitting Fire. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Um, Spitting. Uh, I think I'm. On, I'm. I don't know what I am. I'm somewhere on Twitter. But anyway, just follow us on 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 Spitting Fire YT for YouTube. And we'll see you guys later. We're getting close to 200 subscribers. That'll be really cool. We crossed that threshold. I mean, we might already have more than that plus iTunes viewers and Stitcher between all that. That might be up there in like 300, 400, 500 stuff. But on YouTube, it's a little different. So that's cool. But uh, of course, spread the fire. Talk about us. uh, Tell your friends, hey, take a look at this. If you guys want to hear about the fire and hear what's going on uh, and and, uh, going to Bridgeview might be a big thing, might be coming very, very soon here. I'll take one last look at CF97 and see if there's anything new before we go. Before we take off, Elliot Bambro, everyone knows I'm a soccer fan, so I'm thrilled to be working with and chatting with players. Uh, here he is. Was talking with Bronico. I know that there was a, a tweet, uh, no, a new video on Chicago Fire uh, YouTube that just is getting to know Brian, uh, Brant Bronico with Fireside Chats, which looks really fun. I was going to try and listen to that. I highly suggest you guys go check that out. It's on Chicago Fire YouTube with Brant Bronico. Learn more about what's driving him and his hashtag grind set. Fantastic. Nick Hack saying these quotes resonate with me. It looks like they're talking about Bobby Warshaw being over on the Soccer Cooligans. Might be talking about Chicago Fire over there. That's pre- that's pretty good. Cool. Ruben Tisch with a uh, CF97 preview for tomorrow for uh, Kansas City on Hot Time in Old Town. And yeah, it's going cool. Adnan just tweeting out an article on MLS Multiplex. Uh Adnan Basić uh us off the new or yet another false dawn. That's a good great question there Adnan. Was this a start of something new? Or yet another false down. From the way it sounds like from Dax McCarty and Captain McCarty, it sounds like this is a chance to first start something new. Let's go, boys. Keep it up. Fire it up. Fire it down. Let's go. Have a great holiday weekend. We'll see you guys later. Smash that like button and uh, and spread the fire. Uh, tomorrow, 7.30 for Chicago Fire. I, I imagine it's on ESPN+. Plus. Um, and then next week, uh, Saturday at Bridgeview versus FC Cincinnati at 7 p.m. Of course, we have the U.S. Uh, women's national team. on Sunday at 10 a.m., and then we have the UN's men's national team uh, versus Mexico. Both finals, both championship games, once for the World Cup and once for the uh, Gold Cup, uh, and that men's one will be at 9 p.m. I'm not sure what it's on. Uh, I think the women's is going to be on Fox, probably regular TV. All right, guys, we'll see you guys later. Have a great one. One last thing. Thanks for everybody in the live chat for showing up and and coming up and helping and supporting us. Thanks for everybody listening after the fact. And we always appreciate that. (laughs) We'll see you guys later. And just thanks everybody in the live chat. Thanks for hopping on and helping the show out. It's awesome. Hashtag be part of the show. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy 4th of July. Let's go America.